podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson, and today is episode nine. Today's episode is entitled, How Do You Move Forward When Only Part of You Wants To? I think for so many people out there when they're single, especially those that really want to be married more than anything else, I think sometimes it can be super hard to move forward. I know for myself, for so many years, I truly just felt that if I didn't have anybody to share it with, what did my life matter? You know, and, and maybe that goes to my culture, like my culture of being a, a, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We do. We talk about marriage a ton. And I think sometimes we even think it's a, a church just for married people. I'm guessing, you know, maybe you felt that way in whatever culture you're a part of. And it's not even that our culture intends to do that. It's just sometimes they don't know any better. But when we have that ingrained so much into us of, oh, we have to be married, have to be married, have to be married in order to be happy. And And not only our culture, but like our natural biology. We just desire to be married. I mean, in the Bible, it did say, like, men, men isn't meant to be alone. It's almost like we're reminded of that everywhere we go, that we're not meant to be alone. I mean, I mean you would think about it, almost every single thing that you buy, okay, maybe not every single thing, but there's plenty of things out there that if, if you buy them, like toothbrushes generally come, like the electric ones, the nice ones, come in two packs. And, and you can think of countless other examples of things that come into twos. But it is like there's this message of like, hey, you're supposed to have somebody. And if you don't, it's like, what's wrong with you? Well, so what do we do with that? I think plenty of us, at least plenty of people listening to this, they do desire to be married. And, and I don't know, maybe you're in that position that you have either already been married and are kind of soured on the idea too. But I can almost bet, guarantee that if the person of your dreams walked through the door, you'd probably change that fairly quickly. And I could be totally wrong. I, maybe I'm just speaking from my experience. So how do we move forward when only part of us wants to? And really what I mean by that is, there is, there's only a part of us that wants to move forward because we don't want to go alone. It's almost like we, we were, uh, we've been playing the game of life a little bit here with my nieces and nephews. And there's a spot on the board that says, stop, get a wife. <laughs> my nieces and nephews are having like a lot of fun with that. Especially my nieces, I think my, uh, my youngest niece is probably going to be boy crazy because she stops at the space for stop and get married and she starts naming the little peg that she puts inside the little car. <laughs> and she even names her little kids, the little pegs that you put inside the car. Oh, hopefully you've played the game of life and this will make no sense. But it really does almost feel like that. It feels like we have to stop and we have to get married before we move on with our life. <laughs> but, but it's like with that game, for example. Okay, so what if I stop at that space and I don't get married? I'm not just marrying the first person that comes along. 
Even though sometimes that might seem like a good option. Trust me, I'm sure you have friends out there that have tried that choice and it hasn't worked out so well for them. I think part of all of this is maybe even the definition of forward. Like, what is forward? I think we really do. Like, we look at, we look at our life almost like this checkerboard or this life board. Okay, well, I stopped here. Okay, cool. Now what? I mean, even in that game, I, I try to go as slow as possible because for every action you take, you get like $100,000. Wouldn't that be nice in life if you got $100,000 for every action you took? But I try to go as slow as possible. I mean, and I think that's almost the way to enjoy life. I, we watched a movie tonight, and it's called Soul, and it's on Disney+. Plus. But it was a really, really good movie. And I really don't want to spoil it for you, because I, I did. I really, really enjoyed it, and I thought it was awesome. One of the characters, you know, thinks they've got to do something great with their life. And they just, they realize that life, life is what's amazing. Like, every single adventure, at the, at the end of every one of these podcasts, I have the phrase, go live your adventure. Don't worry about what is forward in somebody else's life. Worry about what's, what's forward in your own. And, and what about when you don't have a home base to come back to? We were talking with my, one of my mentors and he was sharing with us. His name's Michael Neal. You'll hear his name a ton on these recordings. And, but we were talking and we were discussing of, he kind of talked about how we, people use relationships to come back to, almost as this home base so that they can go out and fight in the world again. And I've, and I've thought about a similar thing for quite a while that we really do. Like I, <laughs> I remember a particular experience where I was interested in this girl and this has been years ago. Uh, and I was listening and I was, I'd gotten hurt a little bit playing basketball. And I just wanted to call and tell her that I'd gotten hurt playing basketball. I, I think it is. I think it's that person you relate your war stories to and you say, oh, well, I went out and did this really cool thing. It's that person that believes in you hands down, no matter what, whatever you do. And sometimes when we don't have that, I feel it's sometimes it's really hard to go on. I mean, just being very honest, I, I have people in my life that believe in me to some extent, but I've been on a different road for a very long time. And they're kind of saying, okay, why haven't we seen the massive results yet? <sighs> like, or, or maybe even any results. Like, and it's not that bad, but sometimes it feels that way. Because we really want that person that just believes in us no matter what. And it's like you have this connection with a person and you feel like you can. You feel like you can conquer the world. You feel like you can do anything. Now granted, when you're in a relationship, especially the beginning of a relationship, sometimes you don't even want to do that because you're too interested in enjoying the other person's company. But I, I think that is. like That's one of those parts of a relationship. 
And I think there's a few things that you can do. And this is just Joseph speaking for what's coming to my mind. But I think there's a few things that you can do. Number one, if you're a religious person, this might apply to you. But I, I was thinking about it the other day, or weeks ago, whenever it was. And I was thinking about how we already have that powerful relationship. We have our source. For me, that's Heavenly Father that we can turn to, that we can tell about all of our battle stories. He wants to hear them anyways. I know I don't often do that. I don't often get in there and say, Oh my goodness, you wouldn't believe what I did today, Heavenly Father. It was so cool. And maybe that's because we get tired. Not even just in a sense of physically tired. I think we get emotionally tired. It, it takes such emotional endurance. Such emotional endurance sometimes to be able to go after what we want. Or at least it feels that way at times. But it's not really that way. It's just this added pressure that we put on ourselves. And maybe it's because we do, we get our hopes up and we get excited. And we start to imagine that things are going to finally work out. And then when they don't, sometimes we're crushed. I've had a few different experiences of that. One, that the girl was the center of my universe. This was years ago. That when it felt when she fell out, it was pretty bad. And then I had another that fell out, and it was yeah, like there was definitely my my some time of kicking and screaming, and and then I was okay. The difference was that I hadn't made her the center of my world, and I had somebody to fall back on. I had really strengthened that relationship with my heavenly Father. Not to the extent of telling him every single day and how awesome it was and how amazing and how grateful I am. No. <laughs> There's plenty of days that I also just try to get to the next day. I, I, I think that's the other thing. I think that we're supposed to be superhuman instead of human. We are not superhuman. We're not meant to be. We're not made to be. We are human. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And the more we understand that and that everything, all of these, this chaos, this frustration, this upset is just part of life, I think it becomes a little bit more okay. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to have those times when you know, everyone else is having this wonderful, amazing time getting along with their family. <laughs> I just had a funny thought that, you know, we, we pay attention to that, but we don't, we don't pay attention all the times they're not having a good time. That they're frustrated and that they're having, you know, family challenges. Sometimes it's not as good to look always with rose-colored glasses. So this is good to just be understand and be real about where you're at. And just let things happen. 
I think the other part that frustrates us about going forward is we feel like we're supposed to already be further than that point on the board. So it's like, no, 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 I'm supposed to be further. I'm not far enough on this board of life. Guess what? You have many, many different opportunities in your life. And you're going to have challenges. You're going to have struggles. You're going to have all of those things. And the sooner you understand that that's just the way it is. And stop pining for what it is that you want. Pining meaning sitting around and waiting for it to happen. Now, I am not throwing out any judgment for this because I have been pining for so many years in the sense of sitting on the bench and waiting for stuff to happen in my life. And as I mentioned before, the reason being is because I didn't want to travel alone. I don't want to pass that board game space of life that says, hey, get married and not get married and not have that person that I've waited for for my entire life to be there for me. But that's not the game that I've been dealt. That's, that's not the game. If you're listening to this, that's probably not the game you've been dealt either. We, we play the hands we're dealt. You can't do anything different. We were playing the, uh, Star Wars Monopoly, the Mandalorian edition, the other day. And my niece was getting upset because me and my like, eight-year-old nephew were on a team together. And he was killing it in his roles. And he's like, she's like, that's not fair because we went first because he's the youngest. And, and I'm like, why? He's doing all the rolling for us. Like, he's taking all the risk. All I'm doing is paying for the properties. Like, that's it. All I'm doing is taking care of that part. But he's doing almost everything else. And, and my point to her was it's a game of chance. And, and life's somewhat like that, too. Like, we roll the dice, we see what happens. The more times you roll the dice, the more chances and opportunities you have. And the less chance, and the less times you roll the dice, the less chances and opportunities you have. But you get to decide what that game is. And the other reason, an example that's coming to me is from the book called The E-Myth, where it talks about there's a skinny man and a fat man inside of each of us. And the skinny man really, really wants to be in excellent shape. And the fat man really, really wants to eat cake. And it's a battle between those two. And it reminds me of an Indian, I think it's an Indian saying where there's, a, there's a two wolves inside of each of us. Maybe it's faith and fear or something along those lines. And, you know, the kid asks, well, which one... Um, which one is stronger? He says, whatever one you feed, if you look at everything that's going wrong in your life, all the challenges that you're facing, that's what you're going to see. This year, for example, you know, for a while I was saying how bad it sucked. And then I realized I got to spend six months with my nieces and nephews and my sister and my brother-in-law, you know, in, in the Midwest. And like, that's been an amazing experience too. All we can do is play the hand we're dealt. You know, that's, that's it. 
That's all we can, that's all that you can do. And the more that you roll the dice, the more that you let yourself have your experience of life, the more you're going to find that happiness. I think sometimes our dreams are almost like, they're almost like soup that's been in the fridge too long. There's a skin on top of that soup. And so we look at that soup and we say, oh my goodness, that doesn't look very appetizing. I do not want that. That looks disgusting. Whereas if we just pop the soup in the microwave for a little while and stir it up, that yucky skin on top disappears and we don't even know it was there. Maybe sometimes we do. We, have to, we feel like our, our soup has to be perfect before we take the next bite. Whereas all we got to do, like with our dreams, for example, is sit and let them, almost like a really, really nice uh, barbecue, soaks their meats and marinades their meats overnight for like 14 hours, or depending on you know, the type of meat, however long they do it. Well, what if you did that with your dreams? What if you thought about, okay, what does forward even look for me? I actually had this really cool thought that I, I want to share also. That I was, I was coaching a client just this last week. And I had this really, really neat thought that said, oh, I'm, I'm getting y'all psyched up. Hopefully it's worth the wait. And if it's not, I'm sorry. But it's not really cool to me. And it says, when you get anxiously engaged in your life, you may just find yourself engaged. It is so attractive to see people going forward in life. I want you to think about if you met someone that was just like you. And let's say, for example, you're someone waiting around for the person of your dreams before you start doing what you want to in your life. Somebody without purpose, somebody without direction, and somebody without excitement. Would you want to date them? The answer for me is no. If I met someone that was not engaged, that was not excited about anything, and not doing anything with their life, it's a good chance that no. Unless I had a super strong connection with them, I mean, other than those circumstances, like, no, I wouldn't. When you get on purpose, when you start living your life on purpose, having a purpose, having a meaning, having something that you're doing with your life, something that you're going after, your life will change. I know for me, the times that I'm living my life on purpose, the best that I can, Good things happen. And the other part about that, oftentimes your source, like I said, whether that's Heavenly Father or God or the universe for you, is consistently directing you towards the areas that you can have the greatest impact in life and towards the areas that you're going to love the most. You know, I sat down today 
And I was doing some reflecting. I was thinking about the things that I wanted to accomplish in this year. And it took me a while. Because what I want most right now, I can't have. Or at least I haven't found it yet. And and that's okay. But a lot of times it doesn't feel okay. But for some reason, after I sat down for a while and just started thinking and meditating and pondering on what I wanted, and, and actually I was, I was trying to ponder like super hard of what I wanted and thinking of all these cool things. And then my eight-year-old nephew came down and kind of knocked me a little bit out of my quote-unquote trance, even though it wasn't a trance. I was trying to get there, but I wasn't there. And he knocked me out of it, and all of a sudden, I just kind of remembered the things that would be super fun to have. Like, what would be super fun to go after in your life? Because until it seems joyful or fun, or like, I was talking to my nephew, my, my other nephew. I've got lots of nieces and nephews. I was talking to my other nephew, and my sister asked me the question. She's like, She's like, Joseph, will, will you please tell, will you please tell your, uh, his name's Jensen, will you please tell Jensen about your experience of playing the trumpet? And I asked her, I was like, do you want my honest answer? She kind of gave me that look like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> and so I finally gave him at least part of the answer that was, would I spend two years playing trumpet again? No way. Am I grateful for that time in my life? Not really. <laughs> like, I, I don't care about being a trumpet player. I never cared about that. If I was a world-class concert trumpet player, I would not care. Now, that's no disrespect to you. If you are a world-class concert, concert trumpet player, congratulations. But I wouldn't care because that wasn't what was important to me. What I love is guitar. What I love is singing. Those are the things that I enjoy. But I didn't really care about the other. I didn't care about being a concert, blah, blah, blah. Like, you, you got to pick the path for you that both feels right for you. And that feels right with, with the Heavenly Father or your source. Because he will guide you and he will lead you. And some, many times it's kicking and screaming. But I wouldn't waste my life doing something that I don't love. It's like, I st- I, depending on if you, how long you followed me on Instagram, you may have seen these the It's Possible challenge that I started last year. Well, I went and I drew all these Simpsons characters And I drew some really cool Batman scenes on there, too, that you guys are welcome to go check out. And after that, I stopped. (laughs) Why? I didn't really care about being a world-class artist. I just wanted to draw good enough to draw The Simpsons and to put them in a really cool Batman scene. And at least for the time being, I'm good. Now, I might want to put the same Simpsons characters in some other Batman scenes. But I'm good. Follow your path as long as you want to follow it. I still do. I want to be a world-class guitar player. 
And so I, I try to practice almost every day. Whatever you do every day is what your life will become. If you spend all your life crying and sad and worried about what you don't have, you're focused on that. And so your brain is going to have much more of that. It's going to focus and identify those things and you're going to have a lot more. But if you focus on all those amazing, incredible moments in your life, you're going to get a lot more of that. What really fun experiences do you want to have this year? What do you want to go forward on? I get it. It really is. It's like, well, I could go forward on this, but I don't want to do insert whatever. It's like I've mentioned on this podcast many times. I didn't terribly want to start this podcast. No, don't get me wrong. Like I've now I love it. And I really enjoy it. And I learn so much when I'm talking to you guys. Because I'm taught as I'm talking to you guys. The same way I'm taught a lot of times when I'm talking to clients. It's the coolest thing in the world. I get taught by the Spirit all the time. And when we have a purpose that we're going forward to, especially a big goal, not even a goal, let's call it a dream. What do you dream about? You are never too late. There are stories of people of all ages that have done stuff at different stages of their lives. Don't let that crazy leprechaun voice fool you. You're too old. You're too young. You're too whatever. I don't know if that was Irish. Like, that sounded a little bit more Scottish. (laughs) But you get the idea. The hardest part sometimes is deciphering the difference between the inner voice and the crazy leprechaun voice. After the fact, it's easy. It's like, well, that voice said I sucked. <laughs> so as my, as my mentor says, like M- Mike O'Neill says, like the voice of God does not think you suck. But sometimes in the moment, it gets so hard. We're like, okay, what do I do? I'm not feeling this. I'm not enjoying this. Do I stop? Do I go? What do I do? And especially not having a sounding board to bounce off of. But that's not true. Like I said before, if you desire, you can have that relationship with your source, with your heavenly father. You can have an awesome friend that can be there for you that truly believes in you or even partially believes in you. Sometimes that's better than nothing. Or parents, if you have a great relationship with your parents. There's so many things that you can do. Friends, get get an accountability partner. You can get a coach that highly believes in you. I mean, the times that I've made the most progress in my life has been when I've had a coach or an accountability partner. You know, and I have an amazing accountability partner right now. She's out of California and she's incredible. But we forget what we're capable of. We forget that in each of us, there's a God. I often tell people, you are the God of your own world. You get to create your life. I mentioned the movie Soul before, but he was watching certain moments of his life when he'd been you know, rejected or just you know, sitting there watching TV, almost like a, you know, a movie of his life, at least the little parts. 
And, you know, and even just watching him watching TV, I was thinking about the times that I sit and watch TV or play video games. Like, you were meant to live. It's called life. I mean, ironically, like when, when we're all dead, we'll, it'll be the absence of movement. We choose to not move. Which the, the more you choose to not move around and not engage in the life that you want to, the unhappier you're going to be. Get engaged. Wh- whatever strikes you. I'm just going to give you a moment here. I'm actually going to leave, leave some time in this recording, better yet in this podcast. For you to really think, what's coming up for you? And if you have a moment, pause this and think about for yourself. What do you want to get anxiously engaged in? When you're currently already anxiously engaged in all of your crazy thinking at times. So even if we're not engaged in something outside of us, then we're more engaged in something inside of us like our crazy thinking. What do you want to get anxiously engaged in? The more you get engaged in your life, the more opportunities that show up. Using, for example, celebrities. Celebrities get to handpick who they date. Why? Because they have countless people reaching out to them, connecting with them, and they get to pick who they connect with and who they don't. They make the game a lot easier by becoming a much more powerful magnet. And as I've talked to you guys before on this, this is all about making yourself as attractive as possible. Number one, you'll be a lot happier because you'll be doing purpose-driven things. And number two, you're going to become a powerful magnet. It's like everybody knows or has had an experience where They walk in a room or somebody else walks in a room and everybody's eyes turn to them. And a lot of times they're not even like the most attractive. You know, Marilyn, Marilyn, I almost said Marilyn Manson. That is not, not who I'm thinking about. Marilyn Monroe, she was known as this international symbol of what every girl wanted to become. There are plenty of girls in that age that were more attractive than Marilyn Monroe. And in better shape, she would not, like in in today's age, she probably would not be what she was back then. But she had this crazy confidence, this this crazy belief in magnetism in herself. and, And maybe that comes from just never giving up on ourselves. Like believing so much in what it is that you want to do with your life. Or or even just enough to keep taking the steps. Nobody's going to tell you no for good. You don't care. In that movie that I watched tonight, there was a scene where he walked in and the lady's like, no, I'm not taking you. You're crazy. He's like, if you don't take me, you'll be making the worst mistake of your life. That's what it's about. Not being rude. 
But knowing who you are and knowing your value, I think sometimes, I know for myself especially, I have felt that not being married has given me a lack of value. A chink in my armor, per se. A chink in my armor that says, hey, you're not good enough to be married, so what are you good enough for? That could be... That couldn't be further from the truth. You are good enough. One of my main messages to people are you are okay exactly as you are. Every part of you being human and all. And it doesn't matter that you're not perfect. That is the biggest lie. You can call it the adversary, Satan, you can call it crazy leprechaun voice, whatever you're comfortable with, but seeks to destroy you. When you know who you are, and you know that, at least according to my belief, you are a child of God. There is a God out there that loves you more than you could possibly imagine, a ton more than I could possibly imagine, or even comprehend. And you don't have to comprehend it. You just have to know it. You just have to know that. There is someone out there that cares about you, that can comfort you the hardest moments of your life. For me, it was those moments that I felt I couldn't go forward, couldn't get out of bed. That's been years ago. But I'll never forget that. I'll never forget those experiences where you just feel this overwhelming feeling of love. You are loved. You are cared about. I don't know who that was for, but if you feel peace right now, if you feel just overwhelm, overwhelming love, that was for you. Never forget it. Because the world will try to make you forget it so quickly. The world's goal is to make you feel inferior so you buy their crappy products. True story. So how do you go forward? You start, you just start taking those little tiny it's possible steps. The more you move in a direction, the more you realize that you're capable of moving in that direction. If I'm driving in a car towards New York, from Arizona to New York, and I find myself in, in Chicago, it's impossible to look backward and say, oh crap, I'm not getting closer. I'm not on the right path because you're halfway there. Another thing I recommend in going forward is taking time each Sunday. This is one thing I strive to do. Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. But take, you know, even a few minutes, but ideally like an hour and just check in with yourself. Where am I at on this path to reaching my dreams? Where am I at? And depending on the goal, I'll even use metrics. Okay, I've got this many listeners right now. I've got this many, you know, in, insert whatever here. Whatever has come up for you during this podcast that you feel peace about, that you feel good about, go forward with that. 
Don't wait for anyone else to tell you differently. Go forward. And as you're going that direction, you will feel peace, you will feel guided, or you will get a stop sign. I have had a direction that I chose to go that gave me a stop sign. I thought years ago that I had, for, I got this crazy thought in my head that I needed to change careers and started going the other direction. And I was given a very emphatic stop sign with an incredible amount of peace. I said, hey, this path is not for you. That was such a blessing. Trust yourself. Trust that there's higher power out there. If you're not sure what to go forward on, pick something and just take 20 minutes a day and go in the direction that you think you may want to go. And you will find as you move in that direction, things will either feel more and more right to you that you're on the right path or not. And when that crazy leprechaun voice pops in and says, you can't do this, just remember what Vincent van Gogh said. There's a voice inside you that says paint, or that says you can't paint. Paint, and the voice will be silenced. And if you're really not sure about what path to take, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and share with me more specifically your story. Once again, it's the It's Possible Guy. And if you're looking for a coach right now, you're looking for that direction to take that next step forward in your life, feel free to reach out to me about that too. And we can you know, discuss, discuss different arrangements. I've worked with people all across the world over Zoom. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Take a few minutes and decide at least a little bit what direction looks good to you. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.